0: By far, one of the coolest things I have ever done in 25 years of helping couples is launch this VIP Inner Circle membership. Check it out, smalleyinstitute.com VIP. Get 24-7 digital coaching from me, yours truly, Michael Smalley. Find a community, find other people where you get to interact with me Every single week, you get to ask your questions. We get to have conversations about the things that matter most to you. Again, check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP. Oh. One day, a teacher asked her students to list the names of the other students in the room on two sheets of paper, leaving a space between each name. Then, she told them to think of the nicest thing they could say about each of their classmates and to write it down. It took the remainder of the class period to finish their assignment, and as the students left the room, each one handed in their papers. That Saturday, the teacher wrote down the name of each student on a separate sheet of paper and listed what everyone else had said about that individual. On Monday, she just gave each student his or her list. Before long, the entire class was smiling. Really? She heard whispered. I never knew that I meant anything to anyone. And she heard things like, I didn't know others liked me so much. That was most of the comments she was hearing. No one ever mentioned those papers in class again. She never knew if they discussed them after class or with their parents, but it really didn't matter. The exercise had accomplished its purpose. The students were happy with themselves and one another. Well, obviously that group of students moved on in life. Years later, one of the students was actually killed in Vietnam, and his teacher attended the funeral of that special student. The church was packed with his friends. One by one, those who loved him took a last walk by the coffin. The teacher was the last to do so. As she stood there, one of the soldiers who acted as pallbearer came up to her. Were, were you Mark's math teacher? He asked. She nodded. Yeah. Then he said, Mark talked about you a lot. After the funeral, most of Mark's former classmates went together to a luncheon. Mark's mother and father were there, obviously, they were waiting to speak with this with this teacher. We, we want to show you something, his father said, taking a wallet out of his pocket. They found this on Mark when he was killed, and, well, we thought you might recognize it. Opening the billfold, he carefully removed two worn pieces of notebook paper that had obviously been taped, folded and refolded many times. The teacher knew without even looking that the papers were the ones on which she had listed all the good things each of Mark's classmates had said about him. Thank you so much for doing that, Mark's mother said. As you can see, Mark treasured it. All of Mark's former classmates started to gather around. Charlie smiled rather sheepishly and said, I still have my list. It's in the top drawer of my desk at home. Chuck's wife says, Chuck asked me to put his, his list in our wedding album. I have mine too, Marilyn said. It's in my diary. Then Vicky, another classmate, reached into her pocketbook, took out her wallet, and showed her worn and frazzled list to the group. I carry this with me at all times, Vicky said, and without batting an eyelash. She continued, I think we all saved our lists. That's when the teacher finally sat down and cried. She cried for Mark and for all of his friends who would never see him again. Tell those you love why you appreciate them while you still can. Today is about the lover. So, we've been talking about primal panic and what happens when you feel betrayed by someone that really matters to you, who's important to you. And we've talked about the various kinds of reaction styles that we've learned from attachment theory. So, we have the fighter that's no good, no bueno. The fighter makes everything worse. You're lashing out. Because you want to feel loved and accepted, you're lashing out, and it makes things worse. Or you might be the runner who, when you feel betrayed and wounded, you, you tuck tail and, and bail on that, and you just shut down emotionally. The goal for all of us when, when feeling betrayed in difficult conversations, when things aren't going well, is to be this style the lover. The goal of the lover is to love God and others through kindness. The traits of a lover, and this is why, just tell me, is this someone you'd like to be around? I don't know. The traits of a lover, they're secure. So they're secure in who they are. They're secure in their own identity. They're not jealous. The lover is comfortable opening up they the lover remains gracious in difficult conversations. A lover is tender-hearted. They know how to share, right? They can compromise. They can see that hey, I'm it's okay to compromise in order to win. I don't I don't have to be right all the time. Even though maybe I am, I don't have to be. I'm I'm open to sharing my love and my kindness and and I'm especially open to doing this when it's not easy when you're being a turd the lover respects and keeps boundaries so when a lover has said you need to back off I need to be alone please they back off they listen to others they respect their boundaries and the lover keeps boundaries so if they set one they reinforce that boundary this this is who we want so how do you become a lover it's not you know, life is a journey. Things are not solved overnight. That's why I have the VIP club, <laughs> because it just takes time to implement change. But if you want to be the lover, if you've learned so far that you're the fighter or you're the runner, you're like, that That lover dude, that lover chick sounds pretty amazing. I'd, I'd rather try that reaction. Well, there's three things I'll encourage you. Becoming a lover is about mindfulness. That's why things like this podcast and reading are so important in your life. You you it, you don't know what you don't know, so mindfulness is about understanding who you are, why you're doing things, being intentional about your reactions, knowing that hey, there's good ways for me to respond right now, and then there's not so good ways. And a lover takes communication seriously. So a lover is more interested in feelings than facts, is more interested in the other person than being right or convincing someone else that, no, no, my reality is correct. That's not how a lover operates. The lover is okay being different. The lover is okay allowing someone to be who they are and their unique personhood. If you're gonna be a lover, you're gonna know what does he look like? What does she sound like? You're aware of your own shortcomings and where you can get triggered and and get into trouble and then you're intentional and you take ownership for your reactions. I have a great quote here and it's from Anne Frank the final forming of a person's character lies in their own hands. Or if Anne Frank doesn't do it for you, maybe the wise words of SpongeBob SquarePants can help. By far, one of the coolest things I have ever done in 25 years of helping couples is launch this VIP Inner Circle membership. Check it out, smalleyinstitute.com VIP. Get 24-7 digital coaching from me, yours truly, Michael Smalley. Find a community, find other people where you get to interact with me. Every single week, you get to ask your questions. We get to have conversations about the things that matter most to you. Again, check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP.